Hi, this is Stuart Weems, and thanks for listening to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy-to-understand insights, strategies, and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about how to avoid being the victim of poor financial advice. So we've all seen the horror stories on Today Tonight or Current Affair where the poor mum and dads go off and get some advice from a financial planner. They get sold a, a product or get um, given some really self-interested advice. So advice that's in the best interest of the advisor, not the, the clients. And unfortunately, they lose all their life savings. And I hate the, I hate to see those stories. There's nothing that rolls me up more than seeing greedy people take advantage of people that aren't in a position to know that they're being taken advantage of. Uh, so the simple answer to this, and it'll help you avoid 99.9, possibly 100%, of these cases is just to use an independent advisor. So let me put it another way. You know, if your G, if you knew your GP was employed by a pharmaceutical company, it'd make you feel a little uneasy, wouldn't it? Because maybe their recommendations or prescriptions would be based on what their employer wanted rather than what's best for you. And that's why there we've got laws in Australia to prevent pharmaceutical companies from owning or operating medical practices. And I believe similar laws should exist in the financial services industry. And in fact, I think we should go one step further in that we should regulate the use of the word advisor. And only people that are independent should be called advisors and the rest of the people should be called salespeople. Um, because that's really what they are. If you want advice, go see an advisor, which is someone independent. So what does independent mean? Well, I think there's five tests, five rules that you need to consider to work out if someone's independent. And I'd like to go through these one by one. So the first thing is that they they take no investment commissions, referral fees, kickbacks, anything like that. They've got no vested interest of whether you invest in property, in shares, repay your home loan, um, put the money in cash, or, or do nothing at all. So no investment commissions. The second thing is they offer fixed fees. So that is they don't structure their fees as a percentage. And a lot of advisors do this as they base their fee on a percentage of funds under management. And there's actually no relationship or very little relationship between the work and skill involved and the, and a percentage. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't take or cost twice as much time and effort to look after $100,000 of wealth compared to $200,000 of wealth. So number three is they have no investments to sell you. So whilst it's kind of interrelated to the first point in terms of no commissions, um, but they're not owned by anyone or they don't, uh, that, that manufactures investments. Uh, and there's lots of firms out there like this that look independent, but really what they're doing is they're selling their own managed funds. Uh, so the advisor themselves might be an employee and get paid a salary and maybe a bonus and so forth. So from that perspective, they're independent, but they're working from a business that sells their own products. Similarly, there's lots of people in the property space um, that will uh, put, hold themselves out as advisors and then they can go and find your property and you pay them for that service as buyer's agents. So they should have no investments to sell you. Number four, they need to be privately owned and have no links with banks or investment providers. Now, quite often, research tells us that people find it really difficult to work out whether 
uh, business is independent or whether they're actually owned by a, a large bank or insurance company. And a lot of the large banks, big four banks and the insurance companies like AMP own lots of financial advisor practices that are branded under their own brand. So you won't necessarily know they're an AMP practice, for example, unless you really look behind the scenes, you do some Google searches and so forth. About 80% or more of the industry in terms of financial planners in the industry, are owned or work for the banks or insurance companies. So beware. Number five, they need to demonstrate deep knowledge of all asset classes. So, you know, if you walk into a Ford dealership, they're going to sell you a Ford. If you walk into a Holden dealership, they're going to sell you, tell you that Holdens are better than Fords and you should buy a Holden. And we understand that as consumers. But if I'm going to come, if you're going to come to me and I'm going to say, look, you should invest in property over shares, uh, you want to make sure that I understand equal amounts about property and shares and that I've been able to weigh up according to my equal level of knowledge and experience, which one is actually going to be best for you. Much like if you go and buy a car and you you want some advice, which should you buy a Holden or Ford, you want to get it from someone, uh, get that advice from someone that really knows the difference between both those two manufacturers. Uh, so let's just run through them again. Firstly, no commissions, referral fees or kickbacks. That's the actual advisor themselves. They charge you a fixed fee or an hourly rate. That's fine, but no percentage fees. They have, number three, no, have no investments to sell you. So they don't work for a business that either manufactures their own, puts their own managed funds together or um, uh, do, does buyer's agent work for property and so forth. Number four, they're privately owned uh, and have no links with banks or investment providers. And number five, they have deep knowledge of all asset classes, especially property and shares uh, being the two uh, growth asset classes. If you follow those five rules, uh, it will help you avoid getting really bad advice and losing money as a result of that process. Um, and it's as simple as that. Until next time, bye for now.